Welcome to Casey Corner, episode 103. 103. I tell you what, Psalm 103 is one of my favorites. Really, uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his many benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all of your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, and who crowns you with steadfast love, who separates your uh, your sins as far as the east is from the west. That's awesome, Brooks. Incredible That's good news gospel. on a That's gloomy just, morning this morning. Exactly. That's just the beautiful thing of the gospel. So. Hey, this might be our best Casey corner ever. I'll tell you why. Okay, let's hear it. Well, um, because I've gotten a uh, strong arm to uh, join Melaleuca. Uh, I, I got some uh, some some new uh, uh, vitamin packs. <laughs> and so uh, to help a friend, I, I spent most of my retirement and all my kids' inheritance on, on getting some, some, some new vitamins. And so today was the first day of me taking my new vitamins. And I can like, tell you're glowing as you I walk mean, through the door. They're, they're, yeah, that might just be I'm sweating. But <laughs> it's a, uh, it's like 100 pills you have to swallow, you know? And so, I mean, what are they doing to you? Who knows? So <laughs> Bunch of fish oil? What are we talking? Uh, yeah, probably. I, I don't know. Just I don't, a medley of things? I don't do my things. research, Brooks. I'm just like, here... Give me all your money and take these these pills. So here we go. When, uh, when you said Meloduca or whatever you said, I thought Meloduca. you Meloduca. I thought I thought you were saying you got some new Lululemon and you didn't know. Oh how to pronounce. man, Lulu! I didn't know how to pronounce Lululemon. Well, yeah, that too. Oh so. man, yeah, we're our brains are a little slow this morning. We are, yeah. but you know, hey, yeah. Lululemon, they definitely don't think of me when they think about creating yeah, their no. products. Yeah, know? we. They're, they're, yeah, they, uh, they think of you, bro. Is that a Lululemon you're this, wearing? This, right I got there? one on right here. Nice uh, little lightning it's shirt. So impressive. <laughs> so impressive. Yeah, bro. they. They. Um. I think they only go up to like largest, maybe XL. And yeah, really, yeah, it's not a real XL. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no real like triple extra huge. So this is what I wear. This right here. This is uh. Yeah, Marshall's. That's, the, that's the Pastor Jake special Marshall's. right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough banter. We can yeah. we can get to what you talked right. about Sunday right. and a. a prayer of faith amid the ruins you know uh, Habakkuk takes a turn and his two complaints are over God is answered and really now it's time for worship God is in his temple and he's going to worship and he's going to start with a prayer it's really cool because you look closely and the prayer is a song and it's a song that was probably sung by in the synagogue back then I just want to say the church but by God's people even way back then and it's a it's a prayer of faith. He just is going to say, hey, God, I, I, I believe and uh, I know that judgment is coming, but be merciful. And uh, in the midst of all of that, save your people. And he's going to. And, uh, uh, and then even at the end of it, one of the things I love about this, Brooks, is just the reality is, hey, I, I've heard uh, I've heard of what you're doing, God, and I believe and there's 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 comfort in that. And then he gets down to toward the end of this prayer and he says, and I've heard what's going to happen. I still tremble and I'm still really nervous, but I'm going to wait quietly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, this prayer had so much in it of, you know, uh, a prayer of salvation where it points to um, that, that uh, a piercing of one's, the enemy is going to be pierced themselves with their, with their own stuff. And it's really realized, wow, the wrath of God's going to be poured out, but even on his own son. Um, and, and that he's going to be pierced for our transgressions. And then it just lands like, hey, I heard and I believe, and I'm still... I'm still trembling, you know, and I think that that's kind of the picture of where we are walking by faith of saying, Lord, I hear, I believe, I love, I know you're doing something, but boy, I tell you in the flesh, I'm, I'm still, still a bit trembling. Mm -hmm. I love how it starts. It it starts with, I've heard and believe. And he says, heard the report of you, heard the work of you, earth be filled with knowledge and glory of God, judgment yeah. upon enemies, salvation for believers. But then it ends like, I still fear, exactly. but I believe. Yeah. Isn't that, 
I think that's it. I mean, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's that battle between faith and sight. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's where we live is, uh, you know, we are to believe. We are to believe what we can't see. And, uh, um, you know, we're to believe that God is good and in control. And what we see around us is so broken and so messed up. How can he fix this? You Mm -hmm. know, it's like uh, a vase has been shattered on the ground and you look at all the pieces like there's no way this can be fixed. This Mm -hmm. one's done, you know, just get out the dust broom. But he's saying, hey, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I like how it ends, too, is I tremble and I quietly wait. So Mm. it's still thinking about fear, but, you know, quietly waiting for his uh, uh, approval. You know, he wasn't quiet the whole time. Mm -hmm. He also had complaints. So I think in the book of Habakkuk, we see you know, God, we, there's space in our relationship with God for both the complaint and there's space for when that faith fills that of just quietly. Even even right before that, it tells us at the end of chapter two, hey, the Lord is in his temple. All the earth will be silent. And mm-hmm. there there is that that time. And I talked about, I can only imagine. I mean, what will we be like when we're in his presence? Will mm-hmm. we be singing hallelujah or will we be able to speak at all? Oh, and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so he's quietly waiting and i remember though when that song first came out my mom played on z88 every day i I felt like after school so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) vividly remember that song that that one got a lot of play it did (laughs) definitely matter of fact became a movie have you seen the movie i have not seen the movie it's a pretty good movie it's a it's based on his true story a tough story of uh the lead singer of mercy me and a tough relationship he had with his father and 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 just kind of uh it's one of those it's one of um i'm not a huge uh some of the acting sometimes in Christian movies is mm-hmm. a little bit suspect. Uh, they're they're not heady Jake's quality, but uh, uh, but this one was pretty darn good. Well, we can move on to what uh, you're talking about this week and well, going through Habakkuk. Uh, you know, this is uh, if you last week was praying in the midst of the ruins. This last part, which is also part of the prayer, is rejoicing in the midst of the ruins. And what an amazing way to end our study. It's uh, Habakkuk is going to be. Just basically saying, hey, no matter what, if the fields fail, if there's no cattle in the stalls, if if life is empty and barren, and right now I'm not facing any of God's promises being fulfilled, yet I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to sing his praises and I'm going to believe. And it's just such an amazingly beautiful portrait of walking by faith. In this book, one of the key, really important um, truths that we need to know is that, that the the righteous shall live by faith. And here we see Habakkuk living by faith. And mm-hmm. here we see a beautiful portrait of that. You know, it's like, hey, if I have God, I have enough. What good is it to gain the whole world and lose your very soul? He's like, man, I have him and I have that relationship. So he sings God's praises. Mm-hmm. And this was just a story that can relate to everyone and praying amidst the ruins and you know there's ruins in everyone's lives oh, for and it's sure. just something that will relate to every single person for sure not not only everybody's life brooks exactly what you said but just the circumstances around us i mean i don't know about your routine mine's been changed first thing i want to check is what's going on in ukraine you know mm-hmm. what's 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 happening amidst the ruins there and mm-hmm. you know you hear of hospitals being bombed or mm-hmm. you know the types of bombs being used and you're like man Talk about the midst of the ruins, you know, God, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then, are you going to make all things new? So, and how do we rejoice in the midst of that? Yeah, I forget if I've mentioned on Casey Corner, but someone with our company, we have a third party. He does a lot of our graphic design and stuff. And he's based, he's a Ukrainian. He lives there. Wow. And when the they first uh, invaded him, we hadn't heard from him in a few days. So we sent him Slack messages. 
he eventually got back to us. He said, sorry, like we've been evacuating the city. Like all the schools are shut down. There's no stores, wow. like looting and everything. So they went up to the mountains and uh, across the country to his parents' place. So it was a scary time when we hadn't heard from him in a couple Interesting. days. Interesting, but he's still in Ukraine. Huh? He's still in Ukraine. As wow. of, I think, last time I heard from him was about a day or two ago. Wow, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And he does some work for you guys at Baseball Cloud? Yep, yep. He's like a third-party kind of graphic design and does a lot of our website stuff and everything like that's that. That's amazing. Yeah, great, great kid. Serhei. Okay. Keep him in your prayers for sure. Him Sarah, and his family. Hey. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. awesome. You know what a what a world we live in. I mean, just that's that amazes me. Your story amazes me from, you know, the reality that the poor guy had to leave his home and flee to the mountains. Mm-hmm. But here you have a baseball uh, cloud company that starts in central Florida mm-hmm. that has somebody on the payroll in Ukraine. <laughs> I mean, wow, what oh, a yeah. world. It we does live great in. work too. It that's does awesome. great work. That's fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. Well, we can transition into Gentle and Lowly. We had a lot of chapters this week. We had three chapters. Gentle uh, and Lowly. All, all sorties. So chapter 10 being the beauty of the heart of Christ. Chapter 11, the emotional life of Christ. And chapter 12, a tender friend. Well, you know, uh, I like the fact with the, the, the beautiful heart of Christ, he used Jonathan Edwards. And Jonathan Edwards, he rightly called him, I would agree with him, is the greatest American theologian. I mean, he was an amazingly bright guy. Um uh, wrote voluminous stuff, and his most famous sermon really is nothing to do with gentle and lowly. It, it was uh, it's sinners in the hands of an angry God, and when he preached that sermon, uh, the Holy Spirit was so active in his church that people were grabbing a hold of the pews and crying out, "How can I be saved?" I mean, can you imagine that scene? <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow! I mean, it was it was during the Great Awakening, um, and Edwards, a great man, great family man, but he had this beautiful relationship with the Lord. He it says that he often used to take uh, horseback rides into the country and just kind of get into the spiritual realm and closeness with God and this beauty of God. And so he really could talk about the beauty of God's heart and mm-hmm. how beautiful it is. And uh, um, I, I love that that part, that reality. He is gentle and lowly. And, mm-hmm. and what an incredible, beautiful heart he has. And I thought it was incredible, too, talking about how this great American theologian had a sermon specifically for kids. So a bunch of 8, 10, 11, 12-year-olds and how, how he could relate to them as well. Did you hear how long it was? It was, it it was, was like 15 or 20 minutes? Yeah, 18, probably a little. Minutes. How many points he had. I mean, he was voluminous mm-hmm. stuff. Supposedly he read his sermons, and so it was, I'm sure it was all it was all written out. Mm-hmm. But it was it was some great stuff. I thought so. I thought that was a great story. But in our KC group, we kind of talked about how when you hear of like the beauty of Christ, you always think of nature because it's yeah. physical, tangible. You see it. But this chapter is more talking about the beauty of the heart of Christ and why we're drawn towards him that way. Which you know, which is nice because you often think of the truth, uh, the truth of his heart. I mean, how how truthful he is. You're mm-hmm. drawn there, but really. What draws you is the beauty because it is safe. It is it is awesome. And I, I loved how we talked about being drawn to that beauty, how we are, as you said, in nature drawn to that. So mm-hmm. that was good stuff. Yep. And, you know, the emotional life of Christ, if we can move to chapter yeah, 11. Absolutely. You know, what really struck me about this chapter, which I loved, was, you know, Jesus, his compassion was without sin. I mean, our compassion, we often over or under uh, you know, uh, show the right amount of compassion toward a situation because of our sin. We're usually, you know, going overboard too much or, or mostly, you know, we see something like uh, uh, was mentioned, a leper, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Dane uh, said, hey, I saw a leper and you know, my heart wasn't is what it should have been mm-hmm. for that. But Jesus seen perfectly and, and what true compassion looks like mm-hmm. really intrigued me. And I love the fact that 
you know, he, he wept over brokenness. He wept over uh, Jerusalem and yet he still got angry, you know? Mm -hmm. So his emotions without sin, you see that balance and, and wow, it's, it's really cool that Mm -hmm. that's the perfect emotional life. Yeah. The example I made when we were talking in KC group was with the Ukraine example, you know, you almost become numb to all these news stories. And like said, yeah. we have Sergei who works for our company. And I already said that, you know, I haven't heard from him in a day or two. Mm-hmm. I don't feel perfect compassion for them. And yeah. uh, I could only imagine what Jesus would have felt at that time, you know, just seeing one leper yeah. on the side of the road, the, an entire country being invaded, how he sure. would feel. It had to be exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, he, he carried that way. It's called, he's a man of sorrows and, uh, Wow, he bore that every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, theologians will say that Jesus's earthly ministry was a time of his humiliation, and uh, humiliation is not the way we necessarily understand humiliation, but it's just that humbling mm-hmm. of everything about him, being born in a manger, experiencing all that life has as far as hunger and thirst, and, and you know, scraping your knee. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's also in that state of humiliation. It's perfectly seeing all the brokenness and being angry with the Pharisees, uh, weeping with those who weeped, uh, uh, yeah, which is really difficult. And how that chapter wrapped up, too, <clears throat> was this quote, he hates with righteous hatred all that plagues you. Yeah. And just that, that term, righteous hatred. And, then, and at some point in the chapter, too, it uses inextinguishable fury. Just yeah. those, those are some you know insane words to yeah, describe that, that as hate right so, there. <laughs> so true. It is so true. Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, that's such good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then to be that tender friend. I mean, to go from that into that compassion to that tender friend that is always going to be there. It's always faithful and true. And I think he doesn't he mention the Luke 15 uh, passage. Uh, that's the Good Samaritan where who's around him are the tax collectors mm-hmm. and sinners. And that's typically who is around him. And uh, there seems to be a sense where because of his compassionate heart, because of that, it, it's it's like uh, uh, he's so tender toward him. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just so real. And, and uh, man, to have a friend like that is amazing. And talked about, you know, us as humans, that close friend where you just enjoy each other's presence. Like you don't have to fill empty space with words where you feel like you always have to be interacting. Just, you know, yeah. you could be hanging out, watching lightning games yeah. or yeah, fishing or doing whatever. You don't have to be talking or anything. Just enjoy yeah. each other's presence. Uh, and how he enjoys our presence. That's a that's a really good thought, Brooks. It puts in my mind, you know, if he wasn't gentle and lowly, uh, even if he was a friend of sinners, you never would be comfortable around him. You're mm-hmm. exactly right. You know, you'd always feel like you'd have to be filling that awkward silence. Mm-hmm. With, let me prove that I'm smart enough or let yep. me prove something. And, you know, because of uh, his beautiful heart, uh, because of his true compassion and he's, his deep friendship, man, we're safe. That's mm-hmm. so cool. I love yep. it. And then the final one, I liked how he kind of described uh, companion. Uh, companion is another word for friend, but it specifically connotes the idea of someone who goes with you on a journey. Yeah. As we make our pilgrimage through this wild, wide wilderness of a world, we have a steady, constant friend. That's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a, it is we make this journey, we make it together. And I'm, I'm reading through uh, the Old Testament right now. And you just think of God journeying with his people, especially mm-hmm. through the wilderness. And that's so much of where we feel like we are, you know, Christ has come and, and we've crossed the red, the red sea with him, so to speak. And mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's released us from the slavery of, of sin and bondage, but we're not home yet. And we're in that wilderness. And they, where is he? He's journeying right with us. Mm-hmm. And so 
That's so cool. I, I on another note, I'm reading Lord of the Rings, oh and goodness. so Frodo and Sam just took off from uh, the Shire. So wow. they're they're going on their journey, they're and that's as far adventure. as I've gotten. So it's only chapter that's three. That's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Is this the first book of the Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. First one. Um, so are you going to read all of them? You're going to try to, yeah. Oh, I'm Brooks. deciding if I want to go all the way through or like kind of break them up, but yeah, okay. we'll see. We'll see. Is there anything else you're reading or is that all you're reading? Uh, yeah, there's other stuff, but we'll, we mix it in. Ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful mind of Brooks Robinson. <laughs> is it not gorgeous? It is beautiful. We go from fantastic. Casey Corner to Lord of the Rings. He is awesome. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I like it because you're, you're a big Lewis guy. Now you got some Tolkien in yeah, there, oh, you yeah. know, some, uh, that, that's some <laughs> well really rounded. good stuff. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> So any KC updates this week? Uh, big big uh, Sunday. Uh, we have some folks joining the church, and then we're going to have a luncheon, our KC family luncheon, right afterwards. Um, we've actually partnered this week with Christner's uh, Steakhouse, and so we're going to have steaks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, but we love, we are going to have a luncheon, and it's going to be fantastic. And we're going to really stress our, our volunteers, and we're going to try to make sure that everybody's up to date with the planning center and, and where we are as uh, our volunteer teams and, and getting people plugged in because again there's uh, our church is growing exciting stuff and all hands on deck so all hands on deck it, always it, it'll be great and then we're going to turn the corner um coming up uh, shortly is going to be uh the following week i'll start a new sermon series journey of the cross it'll take us to easter which will be exciting stuff uh there's a women's conference coming up um that love to have the ladies sign up for that uh, again you can get that on planning center you can sign up i think the deadline's the 20th of march mm-hmm. and, and uh to sign up uh i don't know brooks uh, i think that those are the only things i was gonna to say right d- download the church center app join the journey to the cross uh yeah the, the, the group yeah exactly i'd love that and uh uh, thank you for mentioning that because you know every day I, I am uh, putting this uh, doing doing a little bit of devotional stuff with this book so that would be great and that church center app is really the the key hub I mean mm-hmm. get there and you can give there you can you know read you know keep up so that'd be fantastic that's all I've got that's all you got hey the bolts tonight they need a big win they need a bounce back win mm-hmm. there's been a lot of goals scored the last couple of games oh my goodness it's been crazy <laughs> let's so, d up uh, a little bit boys. <laughs> exactly <laughs> hey brooks great great morning blessings blessings uh, have a good one see you guys sunday